Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,543. The topic is Mindset and the title is The Most Successful Mindset. Now, uh, we all, uh, whether it's a new year and you have new resolutions, or if it's just new year and you want to keep doing what you're working on, but we all have times where we do well towards our goals, and then we have times where we struggle. Often when we struggle, we, if unprepared, we don't do well with getting ourselves back on track. And that's what I wanted to touch on today. I did a podcast back in uh, January 5th in 2020, and little did I know what 2020 was going to bring, <laughs> but it was podcast number 488. It was a mindset podcast titled Brutal Honesty. The Tough Love Balance. And I want to come back and touch on this. I believe that using tough love, and I'll explain what that is here in a second, is the most successful mindset you can have when it comes to self-talk and and self-regulation. Now, I was very blessed, very lucky. I grew up with parents who used tough love, my brother and I, and they're very loving, so I don't, you know, the tough isn't the emphasized part. But there was there was no bullshit. <laughs> you know, if they told you to do something and you didn't do it, you learned, you were explained as to why it was important and why you should have. <laughs> and then you were reinforced that you should do that. <laughs> and um, I'm very blessed. I love you, Mom and Dad. Thank you very much for uh, helping me become the person I am today. But that tough love balance is the most successful mindset. So you can listen to podcast one, uh, uh, sorry, podcast 488. You can find all of our podcasts on our website, www.brinlandgym.com. But I'm going to expand on that and kind of build on it today. So if you like today's podcast, go check out podcast 488 as well. But tough love is, that's typically the balance that everyone struggles with. They're either, they're too loving and they forgive themselves for all of their thing, their mistakes, and then they never progress and grow and, you know, become more disciplined. They never kind of get to that next level. Or people are too tough, and they hate on themselves, they feel like they're a total loser, they're a failure forever, and they never move forward because they're they're too tough. So we have to have that balance, a tough love balance. Now, for today's podcast, I just want to kind of throw out some ideas, throw out some thoughts. When I think about love, how would I, how would I display love? Well, I would speak to myself as if I was speaking to a child that I'm trying to motivate into action. Now, I do have a little bit of a, an advantage at this. My mother ran a daycare out of her home for over 30 years. So I was one of the kids when I was younger, and then as I got older and older, I turned into a big brother, then kind of another adult, so to speak, <laughs> as much as of an adult as I am now. But I've been around kids my whole life. I have my undergrad in health and phys ed, and I've really enjoyed uh, the student teaching aspect. Not so much the paperwork part, but I love the teaching part. And just being around kids is super fun. They're just crazy, wild, uh, super entertaining, but I'm used to how to talk to a child, and I think that's one of the ways that we can think of how to talk to ourselves. Now, that doesn't mean talk down to yourself. It just means you're going to talk to yourself as you would talk to a child. You're trying to motivate an action. If you want a child to do something, you would explain to them why you believe it's helpful for them to do it. You would explain to them how you believe they can do it, and then you would motivate them to do it. So you would be very helpful. 
<laughs> you know, you're going to kind of hold their hand and, and walk them through the moment, whether that's in physical action or just in the verbal, like the way you're speaking to them. Saying like, hey, buddy, you know, I know you're struggling, but we can do this. You know, let me let me tell you why it's worth doing it. Let me show you how you're going to do it. And then let's do it together. That's a great way to think of how you would speak to yourself when it comes to the love part. So if you're a little too tough, you might have to add a little bit of love in the way you're speaking to yourself. But then there's the toughness. And to me, that would be speaking to yourself as you would to a child that you're responsible for raising into a respectable, functional adult. <laughs> so if the child doesn't want to get up on time to go to school, I'm sorry, but we do have to do that because you need to learn how to be on time for things. <laughs> and that's kind of how you would talk to yourself is say, hey, I know you don't want to get up to do these workouts at 5 in the morning, but every time you miss these, the day gets crazy, gets hectic, you don't feel like you can get it in, you skip it, and then you feel like a piece of crap the next day and you're never fo moving forward towards your goal. Or you do get it in, but then you're super stressed and it isn't that great of an experience. It's not the the restorative consistency kind of feeling that you want. So, yeah, you don't want to get up at 5 to do this workout, but it is what's best for you. So let's set the alarm, let's understand that this is best, and let's do it. So these are the ways that we can talk to ourselves that helps us have the most successful mindset. So again, if you want to, if you need to be a little tough, you speak to yourself as you would a child that you're responsible for raising into a respectable, functional adult. If you need a little love, you speak to yourself as you would a child that you're trying to motivate into action. So let's think about this as we step forward into 2023. What happens if you mess up your diet? You know, you have a diet, maybe you have a specific way you're supposed to eat or certain foods or parameters of some kind, and you mess it up. Well, first thing, and I've talked about these things kind of recently a lot because, you know, typically coming into the new years, you want to touch on these types of topics. But you would put it into perspective. If I miss if I mess up one meal, you know, what's one meal if I'm eating, you know, say three, even just three times a day, for a week, that's 21 meals. If I miss one out of 21 meals, not that big of a deal. If I miss a whole day, you know, if I miss one out of seven days, one out of seven isn't that big of a deal. I'd still be very happy if I ate six out of seven days right, right? You'd still be like, that's a pretty good week. You know, I got six out of seven days. So the one day it doesn't hurt you. Even if you mess up a week, a month, if you think of it in the span of three months, six months, a year, then it's super helpful to remember to put the mistakes into perspective. In the grand scheme of things, if I continue to be consistent in a good way, will this one mistake really matter much in the long run? No, it won't. Then you want to check if there's a lesson. You know, why did I mess up? Did I mess up because I didn't have the right foods available? Maybe I need to do Instacart. Maybe I need to do Amazon, have them ship the food to me. Maybe I need to stop by the grocery store on the way home from work, on the way to work, or at lunch. You know, or ask a loved one or family or somebody to pick up something for me. You know, what, what can I learn from this moment to make sure I don't repeat it? Then I just want to get right back on track. <laughs> so, okay, I put it into perspective. I realized, you know, it's not worth quitting. I just made, made a mistake. Uh, was there something I could learn? Maybe there's something I could learn. Maybe there's something I can do. But let me just get right back on track. And then if that specific mess up that same mistake is repeated then you have to be a little tough on yourself to increase your action force 
in how you respond to address it or correct it. You know, so if you if you buy some food and something's not available and you end up eating crappy stuff and you're like, dang, you know, there was better food in the house. I, I, I should have made a better choice. And then all of a sudden you do it next time. Maybe you should throw that food out. <laughs> the food that you shouldn't be eating, throw it out. You know, or put a put it in a certain cabinet and then all the bad foods, quote unquote, are in that that little cabinet or that little space. And, you know, not to go in that space, you know, try to take an extra step. If you repeat the same mistake, take an extra step from you did last time. Take an extra step on how you're going to correct it or address it. What happens if you skip a workout when you know you could have done it? Whether you slept in or whether you just picked to do other things that felt more urgent that day and you missed your workout. Well, remind yourself why you have the goal of the workout. Why do you want to work out? Remind yourself of your why. What's your purpose for the workout? Then make sure you have multiple options. You know, maybe you are only planning one hour in the gym and you're like, holy crap, got up super late, I had to do all this stuff, I didn't have an hour, so I just skipped my workout. Oof. There's other things in a full hour. You could have just done, you know, set a 10-minute timer and done some planks and push-ups and bodyweight squats. So make sure you have multiple options so you can be successful in multiple circumstances. Then also, just get back on track. If you skip your workout, oh, well, you missed one. You're going you're gonna to miss one. <laughs> I promise. You're going to miss one in life. So just get right back on track. And then again, if the, if the mistake is repeated, Increase your action force on how you correct or address it. You know, maybe last time you're like, yeah, I just kind of felt tired. I'll do better next time. Well, all of a sudden, you slept in again. Then you slept in again. Well, dang it, you know, set the alarm on your phone. Slide the phone across the room so that we have to get out of your bed to turn the phone off in the morning. I've done that before. You know, I've had, like, I've set my alarm on super speaker loud in the next room in the ba- uh, bathroom when I was living by myself. I'm not going to do that to people. <laughs> now I'm living with people. But, um, you know, I'm not going to do that to uh, Meredith. But I would I would sal- sabotage myself in a sense, like self-sabotage. Try to find a way to where no matter how tired you are in the morning, you have to get your lazy butt up out of bed to go turn that alarm off. You know, and that's stuff where if you sleep in, you sleep in, you sleep in. If you don't make an increased action force, you're not going to change it. You got to change what you're doing to address it if you want to change the outcome. Let's think about it a little more of a global picture. What if you're afraid to address a habit that you know is holding you back? Maybe binge eating. Maybe you overeat as a form of comfort. But every time you overeat, you're uncomfortable because you feel like you're losing control. You feel like you're falling backwards away from your goals. And you just don't like the fact that you don't feel that you have self-control. You know, it's just, you know, dang it, anyhow, I want to be tougher than this. I want to be mentally stronger than this. I want to have control over this. The first thing to think of is, is what are you getting from that habit? You're doing it for a reason. There's something in doing it that makes you feel at least temporarily better. What is that? This is something you're going to need to take a couple days, maybe a week maybe, month maybe, to think it through and really to really kind of analyze it. From doing this behavior, what do I get from it? Do I, do I get to avoid the feeling of 
What if I fully commit and I still can't do it? Ooh. That fear of failure, right? Whereas if I'm just always a failure, then I don't have to fear being a failure. Because, man, if I honestly tried and I still failed, I'd feel awful, right? Actually, no. You would feel the exact same way you feel now. You'd feel like a failure. That might have been a surprise for you to hear. But if you always protect yourself from the feeling of failure by just being a failure, then you're still a failure whether you failed or not. So, so if you try it wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, you give it your best and you fail, you're going to feel exactly the way you feel now. It's not going to be any worse. It's exactly what you feel now. Why not wholeheartedly try then and just see if you can do it? Or here's a better option. Recognize that when you wholeheartedly try, you can still make mistakes and you're not a failure. You don't have to be perfect. If you get, you know, 80% of things in life right, you're going to do a damn good job. You know, if I, if I get to the gym 80% of the times I planned, if I eat well 80% of the meals that I had planned, you're going to be freaking successful. There is very, very few places in life, and I would struggle to even think of one, where you have to be absolutely perfect for it to either be a, a true success or a true failure, and there's nothing in the gray. There's no, it's just on or off. You know, light switch. There's not many things in life that are a light switch between failure and success. There's just really not. If you do 80% well, you're going to be kicking ass, and you're going to be very happy with your progress. So if, you're, if you have a habit that's holding you back, and you continue to do it, Think to yourself, why am I doing this? What am I getting from it? Can I get something, can I get a reward from something in some other way? For example, when I overeat, I might feel good in the moment. Or I could put on a motivational song, motivational speech, and I could go for a walk. Just clear my head, get some private space, private time, get away from the world, just disconnect. You might find that disconnecting can give you as much of a reward as the overeating did. So when you have a bad habit, think about what you're getting from that habit. Then think about how can I get that same reward, but from something that's less detrimental. That's the idea. Then what if you, say, struggle to stay motivated whenever your goals become challenging? Whenever all of a sudden your plan kind of runs into a you know a roadblock, runs into an obstacle. When you realize, holy freaking crap, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. What do you do? One thing is to remind yourself of past successes that came after struggles. If you're listening to this podcast, you've been alive long enough that you have struggled with something and you were still successful. It might have been downloading the app to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but you have likely struggled with something and then were still successful afterwards. Think of it. What was it for you? You know, high school graduation, college graduation. Was it, you know, maybe you took on a big challenge at work. Maybe you tried to rebuild a friendship after you thought the friendship was lost. Financial stuff. Maybe you saved a lot of money and you paid off some loans. You've done something successful 
that was after struggles. I promise you. I promise you have. Think it through. Figure it out. And then ask yourself, what got you through those moments? What got you through that success? For me, some of them was because I felt like I had no choice. It, like, it was either be successful or an alternative that, for the love of God, I was never going to let happen. <laughs> the struggles were less than the fear of what would happen if I were to quit. For a lot of people, that was something that probably got you through struggles, was you didn't feel that you had an option. And you want to try to present that to yourself as well here, is... You know, if I'm, if I'm running into struggles, I'm running into roadblocks, and I'm making mistakes. I can make mistakes and still move forward. I just have to do yeah, maybe a little less mistakes. But I can make mistakes and still move forward. So let me figure out why I'm making mistakes. Let me see if I can fix one or two things. Let me see if I can make a few less mistakes next week, next month. That's it. You can also get external help. Uh, Meredith and I were watching uh, something recently, and they used the term uh, uh, accountability buddy. <laughs> so an accountability partner, accountability buddy. I thought that was a funny term. But you want to have, uh, whether it's a coach or you know a friend, you can text message, or a community. Maybe you join an, an Internet community on Facebook or Instagram or wherever the hell else people do those things. <laughs> so get ex external help. And then recognize that renewing motivation is... Just normal. I mean, no one gets motivated and then stays motivated forever. You have to renew motivation. You know, whether that's through affirmations, whether it's through quote books, whether it's, you know, you look up a motivational speech every week or every day. You know, there's there's daily affirmational books. There's audio books. Like I have an audio book that's about daily affirmations, and um, I listen to it every now and then because it's just fun to listen to kind of get you, you know, riled up and fired up. I've listened to a lot of really fun audiobooks about people's uh, backstories and lives, and uh, like one is You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Man, you listen to that book, by the time you get like to the middle to the end, you're going to feel like you can just like do anything. You know, it's amazing how motivational uh, things can be and other people's stories can be. But that is, in my mind, the most successful mindset is balancing that tough love aspect and when you make mistakes to talk to yourself in kind but very clear and factual ways so when you mess up in your diet put up you know put that in perspective like we said you make up one mistake oh well you know see if there's a lesson you can learn from it get right back on track if you make the same mistake twice fix it no bullshit figure out a fix try it see if it works but no bullshit. Try to fix it. If you skip a workout when you know you could have done it, remind yourself why you want to work out. Make sure you have multiple options so that way you have a chance to be successful even on crazy, crappy days. Get right back on track. And then again, if you mess it up or make mistakes again, you know, strengthen your action against that. Try to figure out something you really physically actually can do to prevent that from happening but that's the thing. Tough love, tough love, tough love. If you feel like you need to be a little tougher on yourself, speak to yourself as you would a child that you're responsible for raising into a respectable, functional adult. You're going to tell them why it's important for them to do it. You're going to tell them how to do it. And then you're going to do it with them. Okay? Then love. If you're too much of a jerk to yourself, 
you might need to give a little more love. If you being a jerk keeps shutting you down and you're not moving forward because you're being too much of a jerk, practice some self-love. Speak to yourself as you would a child you're trying to motivate into action. Talk about what they're capable of, what they can do. Talk yourself up, 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 up. Remind yourself of past successes. Remind yourself that you can be dedicated and you can be an absolute badass when you want to be. And remind yourself that you don't have to be perfect. We would never expect a kid to be perfect all the time ever, right? They're going to make mistakes. They're going to learn. They're going to have learning moments. We will as well. So that's it. The most successful mindset is a tough love balance. You kind of have to learn how to parent yourself. Give yourself a little bit of toughness when you need it, a little bit of love when you need it. Okay. Well, I hope that was helpful. I hope it gave you a good insight. If you have any questions, always reach out. Again, the podcast is free. You can ask me absolutely anything, and I will answer it in a podcast. If it's not quote-unquote podcast worthy, just send it anyhow. I have people send me emails, and I just send them information. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't make a podcast. Totally fine. I don't mind. I love doing this. I like The whole point of me getting to be in the position I'm in now is because I want to help people. So if there's an opportunity for me to help you, please reach out. Give me that opportunity. I appreciate it. Okay? Okay. Well, if you like our podcast, please share it. If you do share it, let people know that we answer their questions for free. Uh, Also, you can um, donate to support the podcast on our website at www.brutalirongym.com. There's yearly hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day, and we're going to keep it free. So thank you to those who donate. really helps support uh, the financial part of it so we can keep this going. So I really do appreciate it. Even just $5 a month, it does that up, and it does help. So thank you to those who do that. Also, if you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram pretty much every day, YouTube a lot as well, so check us out there under the name Brutal Iron Gym. If you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email, brutalirongym at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.